0: Log Talk Radio. Right, and here we go with the main event of the evening, ladies and gentlemen
1: and
0: attendants. and fans joining us around the world. It's time for the match you we been waiting for. Finally, It is showtime. Okay, man, we dedicate our lives to this
1: sport. We give, we. we all just sit up the camp. We run hundreds of miles, you know, for the ones to take it serious. And we just dedicate ourselves fully to our craft, man. We watch tape. We, we, we you know, we have attitude, we mooding, and we that fight is to land on the, to land on
2: the line. Radio podcast. I am your host, Chris Carlson. We are live on a Tuesday night. I'm back to my normal scheduled uh, life. <laughs> Hope everybody's doing okay. Oops, I think I just hit something here. That doesn't. Oh, all right. Make sure. I don't know if that's right. Anyway, um, we got some stuff to talk about in the ring. First and foremost. Uh, Chris Eubank jr. Got his TKO revenge over Liam Smith. There has been uh, some Excuses slash reasons. Maybe it's somewhere in between a lot of times it is on the Liam Smith side uh, I'm talking about 42 pounds or something like that, which obviously You know is an excuse because you could say it's a reason but there's no way you should have been that heavy anyway he did get the job done. We'll talk about what's next for him. Of course, Eddie's talking Connor Ben, Frank Martin, or Frank Martin. That's coming later. It's on my mind, as you can see. Frank Warren talking about Parker. What's going to be next for Chris Eubank Jr.? Should he chase a 160 or, or 168 more legit opponent at that? I'm not saying, uh, you know, Ben makes money, so I get that fight. But, um, you know, would it be at a catchweight again? Is that going to be an issue. There's, there's stuff to look into. And like I said, we'll talk about the undercard. There was a, a pretty big upset on the undercard. And some mediocre prospect stuff, to be honest with you. We'll kind of breeze by that uh, arthur Sorez fight on the zone as well. Um, and then we'll preview the weekend. Uh, really the week and weekend, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And the whole week has fights, but, you know, uh, there's nothing that kind of stands way, way out, if you know what I'm saying. So we'll uh, we'll kind of break it all down. Then outside the ring, we got a variety of things to talk about. First and foremost, Shakur Stevenson, and Frank Martin is a done deal. Boxing scene, Idick, um, who does a great job, he broke the story. It's a really good fight. Of course, the anti-PBC crowd that never say they risk their fighters and crossing the street and all that. Well, we don't know for sure. We assume that Frank Martin is crossing the street over to ESPN in top rank. But I guess we don't know for a fact. But it's really funny how now it's not a good fight. Now it's, a, you know, when it's top five guys, top ten guys, however – Wherever you rank Frank Martin, um, who I think it's number five and number six, uh, you know, at the two uh, ranking systems that people really follow anyway, it's a good fight, dude. If you got two top ten guys, I mean, considering what's realistically available, and obviously Stevenson not wanting to fight Haney for that 25% right now, so, you know. It's a good fight. I do find it funny that some folks are are trying to be like, oh, it's not a good fight. I mean, I was tweeting today, like, how many freaking rounds has Shakur lost? in his? Are we going to do this for every opponent? So any top ten or top five opponent, if it's five against six or three against five or whatever it is, so that's not a good fight. You'd rather see the last guy he fought or something like that. It just... It's just funny, dude. It's really funny. I mean, you could say most fights in Shakur Stevenson's career moving forward, and obviously, like I said, how many rounds has he lost up into this point? There's not that many matchups that are going to challenge him deeply into it, you know. So, uh, but like I said, is he not supposed to fight guys in the top ten? Then it's just it's really funny. But I think it's a quality matchup. Um, some other stuff that we'll talk about. A lot of pe- people keep asking me about haney pro gray I don't know there has been some uh there's been some I don't know underground noise I would say about maybe Gervantes next for haney and that's why he hasn't signed the contract we know Regis has at least signed one contract if not two uh Eddie Hearn and it does kind of sound like pro Eddie Hearn said that he said Regis is signed for this new date or whatever but they're just waiting on Haney or whatever. And uh, so I don't know. I really don't know. But uh, Prograce, you know, it sounds like legitimately that what Prograce said was correct about him being misled about, hey, basically you signed you sign the dotted line, you're fighting Haney, you know, as if Haney was already decided, like it was already figured out, not decided, but already signed. So uh, that's kind of weak um, on whoever told him I'm – Maybe it was Matchroom. Maybe it was somebody else from the Haney camp. I have no clue, but I don't know. That that's a tough one. You know, there's a new date that we'll talk about. A target date, a working date, we'll, you know, something like that. Um, how close is Benavides is in and Andre? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> you know, that's a very good question. I, I really don't know, uh, but it sounds like it's going to happen. Whether it's November or December, we'll, we'll kind of update you on that. There is a little bit of update with, you know, current fight news just in general. Um, of course, we'll have our boxing Twitter segment where we uh, have some fun with fanboys, uh, you know, read quality tweets, and also make sure we, you know, touch upon something well, that didn't sound right. Make sure we talk about fanboys that are actually media members, too or have podcasts in some form or fashion some credential uh, at some point there's also that I got some messages about the IBF and um, the new rankings and, because there is a and I mentioned this I'm almost positive I've mentioned the the weight issue the number one ranked person didn't make weight at that I think it was IBF so I got I got some kind of misleading stuff. That they're kind of taken out of context. We'll talk about it, though, because a lot of times the rankings, like I've said, tell the story, but sometimes the rankings change, <laughs> you know, and it tells a different story. Um, and sometimes this can pop up, you know. Um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll talk about it in just a short little bit here. Um, if this is your first time listening to the Rope Dope radio podcast, Welcome. It streams live right here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Ropeadope Radio. However, you don't have to go to Blog Talk and dope and download the show. There, you can find the Rope-A-Dope Radio podcast on Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio Radio, on the podcast app is a great place to find it. Player FM, Google Podcast, Podbay, Podtail, Deezer. I just found out about, um, and a host of other platforms. While you're at it, why don't you head on over to thegruelingtruth.com, Phil Boxing and Eastside Boxing. And one more thing, sign up for TV Stream and save $30, plus add TV Sports Pack, get the NFL Network, NFL Red Zone, NFL, or I'm sorry, SEC Network, Big Ten Network. Stream with no streams, live sports, news and on-demand, no annual contract, no hidden fees, no satellite dish, no Cable box for a limited time save that $30 on direct TV stream uh, Choose the direct TV stream package. That's right for You okay not in the, not everything's right for you. So you got to make sure it's right anyway We are gonna start in the ring. Like I said, I'm really digging that Stevenson Frank Martin fight the fact that the purse bid um, got canceled tells you a lot It's a done deal. It was supposed to happen today. Uh, Well, not the purse bid, but this was the deadline. Otherwise, they kick in a purse bid. And and that's kind of what I liked about this ruling. You know, um, they made uh, the champion a recess. Haney, okay, let's go down the line and let's do it in a quick fashion. That always doesn't take, you know, that always doesn't work that way. So that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool that they, they went through a couple names and boom. Frank Martin said, I'm ready, and uh, it appears that he's ready. It appears that he wants all the smoke, and like I said, some people shitting on this fight like it's a mismatch. It's like, okay, well, pretty much a bunch of fights been in the top ten for Shakur is going to be a mismatch. So he didn't take the Haney fight. I'm not telling him that he had – you know, I'm not saying he had to take the Haney fight for 25% of the pay-per-view revenue or whatever it is. Um, and, and like I said, we'll discuss that a little bit because some of his team came out and talked about the 25%, talked about the money, talked about waiting for it next year instead, and it's going to be worth that much more money. I mean, in the future, it's going to be worth more money, but I'm not I'm not on the same page uh, as far as, like I said, his team talking about what the actual money was going to be. So we'll talk a little said we want to start in the ring and no better than Chris Eubank Junior and Liam Smith. Obviously Liam Smith scored the knockout upset the first time around, what, back in was that January? I think it was January. And then this time around, a slight underdog. Um, I think what was it? Plus one forty was the highest number. I got it for just a little under that. Um Eubank Junior got it got it done. Um and really This one was, I mean, you really, really couldn't score many rounds for Liam Smith. Um, And I know that people looked at his legs and that twisting the, like twisting his ankles. It looks like he's literally twisting his ankle, like um, like it hurts. Um, But I've seen him do that in fights, and that's kind of like, trying to warm up his ankles, his feet, you know what I mean? I've seen him do that before. That wasn't the first time he did that, but it is awkward to see it, um, and, and yeah, Liam did not look himself, um, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, pretty slow start to this fight, and it never went nuts as far as that much two-way stuff. Uh, pretty much just a jab, first round, second round, mostly the jab. Um, you can see the fighters are starting to tie up more. Uh, mostly, like I said, beyond the jab, uh, some quick combos. There was a nice combo late, a nice left hook. Um, and then by the third round, Chris Eubank Jr. started adding uppercuts to his attack. And that went over really good in the fourth round. he Speaking of uppercuts, he landed a right uppercut, um, I think about 30, about 35 seconds, 30 seconds into that round four. Um, So he scored a knockdown there, then jabs, left hooks, a few right hands. That right hand, it took him a while and never really was able to land a bunch of them. Um, But that's a 10-8 round and, uh, you know, opened up the fifth round with another flurry um, and just kind of ongoingly combinations throughout that could you make that a 10-8 round? I think there's a case for it I didn't see liam smith like super hurt um But I I didn't see much coming back on that one either So I did see some folks say that i'm not sure if it was a 10-8 round, but you know um It is what it is um And then like I said circling, landing, clean punching, jab, that type of thing. Um, Mostly jabs, really. I mean, um, in the ninth round, there was a late flurry by Eubank, uh, but the writing was pretty much on the wall, you know, pretty early in this fight. Um, A left hook followed by a flurry knocked him down. He took a knee, basically, it seemed like. Big right hand followed by body shots, they called the fight, TKO, it was over, um, and like I said, you know, did he look himself, Liam Smith, no, he didn't look that great, but things happen, you know, um, and the excuses, I gotta admit, the, the reason, or slash excuses, I think it's an excuse, um, we'll get into a little bit, because, it's still on his fault. Even if that's true, I'm not saying it's not true what he's saying about the weight, but that's on him for getting that big. But we'll go. Let's stay with Eubank because, like I said, it wasn't. You didn't. How many times have you seen Eubank like on the mat in a fight too? So I thought he looked pretty good in the in the first fight. Then he got clipped with some shots, and you know, like I said, I don't think we've seen him that hurt much at all ever. So and had he been down? I don't think he had been down if I remember correctly, but So you could say well, you know him trying to get To the weight for the Ben fight kind of messed up his body And and if he would have had a couple more months before January, maybe he would have felt better It's tough to say, you know what I mean? He did look good on the scale though. That's for sure Um, But you know, like I said, Eddie Hearn boom, he's ready for the Connor Ben fight, right? Uh, Frank Warren was talking about Parker because he believes if he f- fights Parker, then he would be in line, you know, for a, um, a, a title shot type thing. So, you know, um, the Ben fight obviously does make sense, you know, that's given whether you like it or not. It does make sense because it makes dollars and they makes dollars as we know it makes sense. So. I don't know. Um, and someone just asked me this. Yeah, I think he fights at sixty-eight. Doesn't he fight at sixty-eight? Um, he's still at sixty-eight, right? He, uh, not not. Um, yeah, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about Parker. I'm not talking about. We know for a little bit now he hasn't. Let me see the rankings here. Um, I'm not. I'm not seeing. Parker, shit, I'm not seeing Parker at all in the 168 ranking. So maybe he did go down, or maybe I'm just tripping. um, And and I'm just wrong. But I'm not seeing him ranked there either. So, you know, maybe they just know something that we don't. (laughs) You know, that could happen. But, you know, I mean, maybe... A legit one sixty 160, one sixty eight. Not that there's a ton of legit 160s. Um, but maybe he could work his way to the Ch- Charlo fight. You know, that was the whole thing of signing with PBC um, is to fight Charlo. And it just never happened that he, you know, that he left. Um, I don't know. But yeah, he looked good in the fight, though. Chris Eubank Jr. definitely looked good in the fight. This is from boxing scene here. Liam Smith trainer says threats force Smith to fight Eubank earlier than desired. So Joe McNally contends, uh, you know, Liam Smith was coerced into fighting uh, Eubank on a date that clearly disadvantaged to his client. Um, but, yeah, he said he blamed the loss and the lackluster per- performance on more than 40 pounds he needed to lose to prepare for the rematch a situation that has been, you know, exacerbated um, by a back injury he suffered in the summer. So he might, yeah, So he, okay. So um, according to McDaley, he uh, he advised Smith not to fight at September 2nd, saying he, you know, his charge would not be physically ready. His charge would not be physically ready. So there's some quotes from him. He said, this is a fact my own self as his coach um, said, son, there's no way you can fight in this day. You're too heavy. You're going to need at least eight to ten weeks to get the weight off. Um, you know, on the consensus that his back wasn't 100% to do the road work, to put in work, uh, to get the weight off to start camp. It's a bit harsh. His weight was good until the injury. Uh, Smith said, no, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And he literally had to be, ran numbers eight weeks out with the nutritious nutrition nutritionist he had to be in the 1500 calorie deficit a week one thing blah blah and I'm not and like I said I'm not downplaying that you know he had issues but when you say a back injury you know he his weight was okay and then he got a back injury if you're 42 pounds like the weigh-in was 160 right there's no there's no point of being two hundred if you're gonna use that as an excuse now I'm not saying guys don't go to one ninety and two hundred you shouldn't have taken the fight then you know what I mean or like I said, like I understand if you're not doing all your camp work and your cardio and all that stuff and just burning fat and you know sweating because of your back injury I do get that that would cause you to, to gain some weight. But if you're 42 pounds overweight around the training camp, that's on you. I mean, a back injury doesn't mean you're going to gain 20-something pounds. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, the weight was fine, then he got a back injury, and then he just what would sit home and just eat? Like, I don't know, man. I mean, like I said, I've had minor back injuries. I've never had a back surgery or anything like that. Um, knock on wood, I've had, you know, I've been okay with back stuff, but, um, I, I do know weight loss because I wrestled. So, like I said, that's on you for getting up to 42 pounds and, you know, if you thought you could take 42 pounds off in eight weeks or whatever it was. I don't know what to tell you, man. Like I said, did you look great? No, I didn't think Eubank looked phenomenal in that first fight. And he didn't look phenomenal in this fight either, but you know he said he had some weight issues based off of him trying to go down to a lower weight against Eubank, and he just didn't feel right, blah, blah, blah. So I don't look at that as an excuse either because, you know, if you didn't think he could make 160 healthy for the fight, then that's on you. Like I said, he did look better at the weigh-in, though. Um, But it is what it is, like I said. If he takes the Connor Ben fight, Eubank Junior, I'm not gonna freak out because it's a money fight. It's a you know it's it's kind of like a a dare to be great, you know. Sense I mean, it's not like Eubanks the number one guy or number two guy at, at 160. He's not that far down the list because 160 is light, right? It's just not it's just not deep, but. um, yeah, I, I, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, I'd like to see him face like a top ten guy um, at one sixty or maybe even one sixty eight over the Ben fight. But if he takes it, I don't know. We'll we'll talk about Conor Ben too because he's been talking about I'm going to fight here, I'm going to fight there. Um, but you know, I understand Eddie Hearn talks about well, he's not suspended anymore. He doesn't have a license. I mean. So I don't know. Are they going to have a hearing ever? Because wouldn't that, if you apply for your license, wouldn't you probably have to have that hearing then? Because UCAD and the board appealed, um, or at least the board did uh, appealed, if I remember correctly. So uh, it's in limbo, but you're not suspended. So you're free to fight, I guess, the way Eddie explained it um, in in, uh, multiple interviews. Uh, whether it's Matchroom or on Zone or IFL TV, he was saying that, you know,
0: we're we're having
2: conversations. They're going pretty good. He wants to see if he can be allowed to fight in the U.K. straight up. If not, they're saying he's going to go to Orlando. I know Frank Warren also, I think it was on 2nd Thought talked about, well, you know, the states aren't going to let him. I think that's nonsense because – Sure, you know, would Nevada or California or New York, or would they probably be like, nah, we're not going to let you because we're trying to respect, you know, the stuff over in the U.K. and whatnot. So, yeah, he probably wouldn't fight in Vegas or anything like that. But would Florida in Orlando, you know, would, th- would they pass him? Yeah, they would. I think they would. So I think Frank Warren's kind of speaking out of term because, you know, we got those things called state rights and uh, individual athletic commissions for each state. Uh, and then we got the native commissions as well. So you can find some place to fight. You don't got to go to Mexico. You can you can find Florida will we'll let them fight. Uh, that's I do believe it when Eddie Hearn says that. Uh, I do believe that. Because so, I've seen it with my own eyes, not necessarily with Connor Ben and Talk to someone there, but you know, it's they it's, it's happened. It's happened. You've gotten licensed someplace. So we'll see. We'll see where Chris Eubank Junior goes, but he needs a big fight, man. So that's why I wouldn't blame him, you know, if he goes after after Connor Ben. Uh, but he needs a big fight, man. He's not I mean he's not getting any younger, correct? I mean I don't think he's getting younger. I'm pretty sure he's not getting younger. He's in his thirties like 33, 32, maybe something like that, can't remember his exact age, but, um, you know, shots out to Jack Cullen, you know, he was like a plus three something, plus four something, depending on what site you went, uh, as an underdog, you know, to Mark Heffron, who was the clear favorite there, but, um, I mean... The left hooks, <laughs> the left hooks. Um, you know, I, it didn't last long either. It, it was a great win for him. Great win for Jack Cullen. And, and so, you know, I love me some upsets. Um, that was on the Sky Sports slash ESPN Ben Shalom. Um, you know, card. Shouts out to ESPN Plus for picking it up. I thought it was an interesting. Well, the card itself wasn't all that great, but. Um, that was a nice, you know, upset win. I mean, that that's for sure the biggest win I think he has of his career. So I, I'm definitely uh, – def- that's cool for him, no doubt about it. Um, and what else was I going to talk about on that card? Yeah, that was – I'd say that that has to be his biggest win. Isn't it? his biggest win? I mean, I'd be pretty surprised if he – show me a different – you know, show me another one. Someone just uh, messaged me that that's not his biggest, um, you know, not his biggest one. This is what Eddie Hearn said just in general about Eubank Ben on IFL TV. We're going to try and make that fight. We're going to meet this week, let's be honest. That's the biggest uh, fight for both of them by a mile close second to AJ Fury. Uh, he said we'll do everything we can to make that fight, which, like I said, I don't, I don't blame him for that. Oh yeah, in Bowmac, someone said you're not going to talk about BOMAC. I am going to talk about Mac. I-, I did forget to, uh, you know, ask about that. In it- Arrow Spence, the the rumor at this point that Derek James and Arrow Spence have uh, called it off. I mean, it's a rumor right now. I don't know. Maybe that'll turn out to be, but
0: the source
2: that I first heard it from, it's it's pretty nonsense, to be honest. With you. It's pretty nonsense. Um. This is some quotes from Liam uh, I couldn't move my feet back And when I did I rolled my ankle It's just one of those things Chris was better man tonight That's it uh, I shout when I win I'll take the defeat when I lose Um. But yeah he did I don't know Like to me it looked like he was trying to warm those puppies up That's what it looked like to me Um and, uh, yeah, the, I talked about the that one. Oh, yeah, and then Frazier Clark. Um, he didn't look all that good, to be honest with you. Um, and I did hear folks saying, hey, um, and, and, and one, I heard people say Allen quit, but he was winning with the, you know, this is bullshit, but he, you know, Per broadcast, you know, um, and actually Dan Raphael pointed this out too. But uh, per the broadcast, he had a you know an eardrum issue, a, a braided eardrum. So, you know that that's that's part of it. He had to with David Allen withdrew. What was it the sixth round or something like that? Um, I, I you know this someone sent me this fighters talk TV. Uh, it'll be int- David Allen withdrawals. It'll be interesting to see if low blows played a role in his decision, because you know there was some there was some low low blow stuff. This is David Lee. If Clark, if I'm Clark's handlers, I consider cashing him out against a name before he becomes unstuck against uh, an unheralded opponent. He's ceiling is very limited. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I didn't think he looked all that good. But I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Um, maybe it was just a mediocre performance. I've never really been too high on him. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. We we know that they were trying to get him a fight, and it's supposed to be a big fight coming up. Now, Adam Azim was on there. Same with Michaela Mara. Mayor, uh Michaela Mayer, she took care of business. Uh, real easy win. Um, but Adam Azim, he went the distance, it was, I was a 10-rounder, right, not an 8, it was a 10-rounder, um,
1: you know, I, I don't know,
2: like, like I said, I didn't believe both of these guys really looked good, um, Azim really didn't show much power, he, he was quick with his punches and whatnot, um, uh, but... It seemed like he was real picky, you know, like he wasn't, I'm not saying you got to go throw a million punches, but
1: I don't know. I
2: just, it seemed a little funky. He just didn't really, you know what I mean? Didn't really show much in that fight. Now, I hate to put a cap on a guy with as many fights, you know, as as he has, you know, I'll say that. I, I don't like to cap a guy because you know he hasn't he hasn't had a lot of fights. So could he improve? Yes, like I said, I think he does need to improve um, his volume punching. I think that would help. Um, but cause like I said, he's got some hand speed. He's got, he's quick handed, no doubt about it. Um, but I don't know. I, I just whereas at least Fraser Clark. We've seen him, you know.
1: And maybe,
2: maybe I'm cap. Maybe it's too early because I, I understand that they're close in fights. But I just, I think I've seen him against a little bit better opponents. Um, if that makes sense. His last fight, I didn't think he looked, He won pretty much every round. I'd say against uh, against Walk or whatever that dude's name is. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, definitely, like I said, he definitely, it was, was it two points or just one? I think it was two points that he got deducted in that fight, if I remember correctly. Let me check, actually. I think it was two points that, uh, like I said, Clark just didn't look good. Yeah, it was two points. It was two points. Uh, It was in that round, um, but they did talk about how the eardrum was more the issue. Uh, you know, so so maybe it is you know that conspiracy theory of that maybe that maybe that's right you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, they they have very similar amount of fights. I, I do realize that, but I mean I don't rate Sant, you know his last opponent either uh, Santos Reyes or whatever that dude's name was. Um, I don't really rate him. Um, so I don't know. I I just think that I don't know. I'm just a little higher. Uh, on Adam Azim um, than I am, you know, with, with Frazier Clark. I, I like I said, I, I didn't think he looked great. I'm definitely not saying that because um, he didn't, you know, he definitely did But But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll uh, you know, we'll see what kind of fight. I mean, they're talking about putting him in with a, in a legit fight. I would probably pump the brakes. Well, not probably. I would pump the brakes on that. I mean, I I definitely would pump the brakes on that. I do have to admit that I would pump the brakes. Um, I definitely pump the brakes on that. But you know, maybe not. Maybe not. You know, maybe he'll. I don't know. Maybe he. uh, Maybe he'll. You know, just raise his game. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it is. I I personally don't think he should take I think he takes a step up fight, he needs a step up fight, but I gotta admit, yeah, I don't I don't think it's like I don't know. I, I don't I don't know if I'd put him in there, you know, at that high of a level. Uh, you know. I just I just personally wouldn't do that. I definitely wouldn't do that. And I'm not saying, you know he'd be in there with a killer, you know but I don't, know, I don't know man i i i i would give him a little bit more um you know a little bit more time that that's just my you know that's my uh that's my you know that's what i would do that's what i would do cuz like i said he just he didn't look bad he didn't look bad right and i know he was uh well he, he, he had a hand injury, I believe, before this. I think that's that's what it was. And so, um you know, I don't know, I think it's just you know, his how old is he? How old is is, is pretty young, if I remember correctly. He's not what is he, like twenty one or something like that? He's not old. And I'm not saying, you know I don't know. That's just that's just my opinion. That's my opinion on it. I think uh I think they should slow down on getting him too big of a fight um, at this stage. I think he, he still needs to be, you know, moved around. Let's see. Yeah, he's 21. I just looked it up. He's 21 years old. So, um, you know, and like I said, his competition, I'm not saying, oh, it's been horrible or, you know what I mean? Because, you know, he um, he's – he doesn't have many fights. You know what I mean? So, I'm not going to sit there and, and rip him for that. But, um, I don't know. We'll see, man. It, like I said, it's a step-up fight. You know, how far do you really want to step this dude up right now? I mean, I, you know, like I said, if I was his handlers, I'd probably, you know what I mean, I'd probably calm him down a little bit. I, I think it's, it's good to... Uh, Just step up the level, no doubt, but I just, I wouldn't go too big. You know what I mean? I wouldn't go too big. And uh, who the hell is it, who is it that they're trying to match him with? Why can't I remember who the hell it is? What's wrong with me? (laughs) What is wrong? Why can't I think of who the hell they're trying to put him in with? I'm really lost on that. Someone help me out. Someone help me out, please. Who the hell, I, I just, I just, it's like lost out of my brain. I just can't remember who the hell that they're trying to match him up with. Next. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I I just can't remember the damn, I can't remember who the hell it'd be. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just brain farting someone says, Oh, you're high. No, I'm not high, man. I'm not high. Um, I'm definitely not high, dude. I don't have enough you know, i, I I'm I, I just I'm not high. I don't do the show high. Um yeah, I don't know who the fuck. Is it Blot? No. Is that who it is? Buatsi? Man, I can't someone help me out. Someone help me out for Christ. Anyway, um, yeah, I I wouldn't go, if it is, I wouldn't go that high. Let's put it that way. I would not go that high. Um, But, yeah, a lot of people saying, listen, I I already said the Ben fight is good to go. Like, it is what it is. Fight him. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that you, you know, that that he
0: shouldn't.
2: He shouldn't not fight him. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that at all. Yeah, because I thought I thought Bwatsi was... Uh, isn't he fighting somebody else? I could have sworn he was in line to fight someone else. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I've been out of the loop, I guess, too long. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. It is Joshua Bwatsi. My first instinct was, yeah, and then I'm like, no, no, that's not right. That's not right. Because, yeah, that, don't they have something scheduled? Like, isn't it like I mean, it's over a month, but isn't it in October? I'm pretty sure it's in October. And like I said, it's... Bwanti's just more experienced. You know what I mean? I think he wins that fight, though, but... You know, now... And like I said, I was like, all right, let's see that fight. But then now, as time has gone by, it's like, hmm, you know? <laughs> maybe not. May- maybe we should let them warm up a little bit more. You know what I mean? I don't think that would be a horrible thing. You know what I mean? That's just my opinion. Um, Let's see. All right, so what else is on that? I did want to talk about, The Arthur Suarez fight, I think, was that on Friday? I think that was on Friday, wasn't it? That um, that was a competitive fight. That was a competitive. What the hell, dude? I'm sorry, guys. I'm a little distracted because. Oh man, these freaking. Some of these messages, dude. If I could show you just some of these messages. But they won't, and I'm not tough guying them. Okay, I'm not tough guying them. When I say mother effort,
1: I'm just saying,
2: you know, like why don't you call in and plead your case, dude? Like why you just message me? Call in, dude. You know, it's okay. Like it's just a debate. I'm not gonna. I don't shut people out unless they're on some ignorant shit. I don't know. Anyway, um, well, how do, how does it? That's the question for those listening right now. How does Adam Azeem uh, do against, you know, Joshua Blasey? Is he ready for that, you know? Is he ready for that? I don't know. That's a good question. How does that fight play out? I mean, I, I like, I mean, that that shab alone, like, I like Adam Azim, but, man, the more, I, maybe it's just this performance, you know what I mean? Maybe it's just, maybe it's just, I don't know. Anyway, I got to get back to this. Stop, just call in, 646-381-4990, plenty to call, plenty of time to call in, plenty of time. Uh, I believe that's next. I mean, you can even go, like, I just went. I just went there. So, how does that fight play out? Like, honestly, that jab alone, I think that's a pretty good, I think that's that's a deterrent right there. So, uh, like I said call, you said you're going to try to call, well, there's other people, or you tried to call, there's other people chilling, and, and don't get me wrong, you didn't press one, so I'm not going to go to you guys, you don't got to hang up or nothing, I'm not going to go, but like, I don't know, it's like, dude, but call in, man, just call in, don't,
0: and I'm not saying
2: you're scared or something like that, I'm just saying like, you know, call in, you know, call in. State your case. Break it down to me. Let's have a debate. There's nothing wrong with debates, okay? okay. Nothing wrong with debates whatsoever. We, we gotta have them sometimes, right? It's a good thing. It is a good thing. Um, but yeah, like I said, I was not all that impressed with Fraser Clark or Adam Eve. That's just how I saw. It. Anyway, let's get off that. Arthur Suarez, okay? Versus Suarez. Not that's. Um, I thought Suarez uh, was bringing pressure, landing those hooks in the in the round one. I gave him round one. Um, really, it was two-two after four, but the key thing was what happened in the fourth round. Um, now the second and third, you saw Arthur Arthur finding that range with the jab once in a while, like a right hand to the body. Um. Basically, the jab alone was winning rounds for him, mostly. Um, Like in the third round, the second and third, Suarez, I think he landed a looping shot late in the third round, but he just wasn't able to cut the ring off all that well. But the fourth round, you could see he had a better round. He was landing more. There was some, you know, two-way stuff, both of them throwing combos. But a right hand. Uh, landed and and caused the knockdown. So, you know, definitely Suarez was up after four by a point. I had a 2-2, but like I said, the knockdown. Uh, Then I thought it was still kind of back and forth. The fifth round, um, the jabs from uh, Arthur, and and probably the left hook was the best land of that round, so I gave it to him. I gave Suarez the sixth. um, Kind of slow sixes. 7th round, but they were close. I thought both of them were close. There was a lot of swing rounds in this, a lot of close rounds, so maybe they split the 6th and 7th. Maybe he gave Suarez the 6th and 7th. I'm not sure. I definitely gave him the 6th. I'm not sure about the 7th, the though, in my opinion. But the 8th, um, I definitely gave to Arthur. Uh, he was on the ropes too long. He definitely started you know, staying on the ropes far too long in spots, but he landed some really nice right hands to go along with the jab. And then in the last minute, he landed what I thought was the best punch of the round, the left hook. So that did it for me. Although there was some two-way stuff to close the ninth round, I gave Suarez that round because he landed the better shots. Um, And if you look at the 10th round, you know, Pretty much just the jab from Arthur. Um, He landed a late combination and and then a right and left-hand combo to the body that ended the fight. Suarez did not give up. Well, he didn't give up. I don't think he gave up. He looked pretty hurt, but he uh, he, he was done. He was definitely done. Um, So, yeah, man, um, that was a nice win. From him, no doubt, um, and like I said, great upset victory by Jack Hollandhen. I did mention that earlier. I didn't break it down I well, it was was the, the the hooks right the left hooks um so maybe I didn't break that down enough, but I definitely uh I definitely mentioned that I thought it I, I, I thought it well it was the biggest upset of the weekend um you know, so that I think that's pretty factual there, so
0: um
2: yeah, overall though, like I said. Arthur, I would have liked for him to not just jab, you know, like I said, the nitpicking stuff. I don't know if it's too nitpicky, to be honest with you, because if you're controlling with the jab, hey, that's great. But land the left hook a little more, throw the right hand maybe to the body more, because that's when it was landing. But overall, you know, he got the job done. He got the job done. So, um, so yeah, I, I... it was a pretty good weekend there i I, I said <laughs> a pretty good weekend there um but you know that 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 about does it for the weekend um and you know we we have a bunch of fight cards this week um
1: and you know it's
2: kind of all over the place, you know a lot of them really a, a bunch of them. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Actually, Adam from SN Boxing had this tweet. Someone sent me it after I uh, I did see this tweet, though, uh, after I said there's a bunch of boxing on this week. Televised boxing cards in the U.S. every night this week. Country boxing on Fight TV tonight. That's the one I didn't know. Uh, Pro Box tomorrow. Pro Box TV uh, Golden Boy has a development show on Thursday on the ESPN Plus has a card from Canada on Friday, headlined by uh, Bill and Billy. I think that's how you say. it, Mbilla? Um, good fighter. And then Saturday, um, the debut of CBN on Fox. Uh, Deportes and the
1: CBN
2: um, is like the the new blood. It's promotions. It's like I think it's called the the new blood. It's in Long Beach, California. Actually, here's the information right here. New Blood will broadcast live. This is uh, Mario Serrano, a boxing publicist. Um, New Blood will broadcast live on Fox Deportes. Um, doors open at 4.30 Pacific with the first fight starting at 5.30. Prices range from 60 to 150 plus the applicable fees. Uh, you can purchase it online. Or you can call at one eight hundred two eight three eight six nine nine or online at Promotions dot com. Um, yeah, it's in the Infinite Reality Studios in Long Beach. So uh, yeah, check it out. It'll be kind of interesting. I think he they sent me another one here too that Adam said. Yeah, he said it's the Reformed Thompson, Thompson Boxing. Exactly, he said. Look out for this. He'll have an article about the new venture up later this week, quality writer. So that'll be kind of interesting there. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the Shakur just talking about that. So, yeah, we have, like, like I said, we we have a weekend where, you know, um, it is what it is. Like I said, it's not not some kind of, you know, crazy – what the hell? It's not some sort of, you know, crazy, crazy thing. What the hell just happened? I hit something weird. Um, wow. My app is messing up here. That's weird. I don't know what's going on with the app here. There we go. So we have um, Hot Rod, right, um, against Mickey Ellison. This is a pro box television. That's on Wednesday like it normally is. Hot Rod, you know, was on that, what was it, Marcus Brown? I think it was on, was that like the co-feature to, gosh, I can't remember what co-feature that it was. Or maybe it was the triple header on NBC or CBS with Thurman Porter, I want to say it was a while ago though. So that that's the main event. Um, William Foster the Third against Missel Lopez. I think that's a that's a quality matchup. I like that one. That's a ten rounder. Um, Frank Gonzalez and Jonas Sultan is the eight rounder. So um, someone sent me. Oh yeah, I got so. On ProBox, someone sent, so this is from ProBox, an email. If you're currently a monthly paid subscriber, we will no longer be renewing your subscription and you can enjoy all the content for free. Starting in January 2024, you will be given a choice to continue to watch for free with ads or pay for a subscription. So that's kind of a little interesting tidbit there. Um it's we have a Giov- Giovanni Gabella I think this is Jim Boxy TV Bo on oh, a box Boxe. Jim B O X E T V It's a, I know this under I think they just turned pro they don't have many fights um yeah they only have two fights uh, he only has two fights so he is facing kind of a, a veteran fighter um, it's promoted by, uh, uh, I think it's Michelle, the, the Canadian promoter. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, that's a card, too. Good call. Someone sent me that. And then the, uh, the Fantasy Springs uh, Curell in Pennington, I believe that's the main event. It's a prospect. You have Manuel Flores and Gerson Ortiz. That's at, uh, I think, 130, if I remember correctly. Um, Grant Flores, Daniel Luna, Jorge Chavez, Leonardo uh, Sanchez. So, yeah, it's a prospect-driven thing. ESPN Plus, the Claggett-Sanchez, uh, Steve Claggett. It's for the NABF junior welter. Who cares, right? Who really cares? Against uh, Carlos Sanchez. So, um, you know, who knows? that Mbilla, That's uh, Nicholson. That's who he's facing, that Christian uh, and Billy. Is it in Billy? Billy. I don't know. He's a pretty good fighter. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, pay attention to that one. Um, and then there's even one on ESPN Knockout, some, some and Paez. Um, like I said, it, it's a lot of prospect heavy stuff. Um, and uh, Hermosillo. And Di Luna, that's the one with the new blood. That's, that's the main event there. Uh, Moreno and Benitez, um, that could be a good fight there. You also have uh, Kevin Delgado against um, uh, Asbaldo Negret. It's only a four-rounder, though. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it's not – these are the month – or these are the time frame. Oh, there's a Sunday card, too. Someone just sent me that Enriquez And Zamora So you know Let's hope One of these fights Or obviously multiple of the fights uh, Will pop off You know that's what it's all about That's what it's all about That is what it's all about Man
0: Um So yeah, that
2: that's that's about it. It, it. You know, if anybody wants to recap or anything, or if the person that keeps, uh, I don't want to say the person's name until they come on the show. Um, but you know, I, I doubt they'll come on the show. Like I said, I'm all, I'm down for debating, dude. You know, Cause like I said, as long as you're not on some ignorant shit, and I'm not saying you are. Um. Come on the show, dude. Let's talk about it, man. If you got, you know, opposite views, that's cool, man. But anyway, so that, like I said, a light weekend, whatever.
0: Shakur,
2: Stevenson, and Frank Martin. Now, someone said I got the rankings wrong, okay, so about Frank Martin. So we're going to go directly to the source, okay? Maybe I did get him wrong. I'll fully, you know, admit if I did. I'll fully admit it if I did. Let's let's go there. Right now, I'm in the lightweight division, okay,
0: in-ring
2: TV. They have Shakur Stevenson, number five, Frank Martin, both undefeated, by the way. Frank Martin's number six, okay? So maybe I said it wrong. I believe... It's 5th and 6th. The 6th is Ring TV the 5th is uh, the Transnational. And uh, like I said, to the Transnational ranking. Okay? Uh, I'll go there and, and we're going to find out. We're going to find out if I was wrong or not. Uh, I thought I did the research, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm going to go to it right now. Maybe they
1: updated it and I'm wrong. And
2: Frank Martin is fifth there, and Shakur is third, so according to this, it's it's third against fifth, number three against number five, it's a top five fighter, or a top six fighter fighting, okay, that means it's at least a good fight, now maybe Shakur is going to win all the rounds, or ten to two them, but like I said, you know, that's what happens, dude, you know, when Shakur fights, like, He's a damn good fighter. So that, you know what I mean? Um, and maybe Frank Martin can, you know, give him a good test. Maybe he can upset him. You just never know. You never know all the way. But it's just, I don't know, dude. It just, it's just funny. You know what I mean? It's just funny that uh, that people just... <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it, it, I wasn't wrong. I wasn't wrong. It's no big, you know, uh, it's no big deal. Um, but but Willie, I'm going to put this on Twitter right now. Will Shakur Stevenson finally get a real test by Frank Martin? I don't know. I mean, it's it It's an interesting matchup. I think it's a very interesting matchup. And this is uh, Keith Eidick. Scorce Davidson, Frank Martin, BoxingScene.com, of course. Top-ranked TGB come to an agreement for a fight on ESPN. So there's – I didn't know that part, actually. I had just breezed by it.
0: So there we go. It's
2: on ESPN. You have Frank Martin crossing the street. Okay? Uh, a PBC fighter is crossing the street to fight score Boxing Scene has learned that Bob Arum's top-ranked rank and uh, Tom Brown's TBG uh, promotions came to a financial agreement uh, at the 11th hour late Tuesday morning. A purse bid was supposed to be at um, 1 o'clock Eastern. They cancelled it. So it sounds like they'll meet on ESPN. will televise a, a part of its... Wait. Meet at 135 that ESPN will televise as part of an exclusive contact part. Exclusive content, per- oh, the top right, okay, yeah. So, um, the date inside of Stevenson-Martin fight could be confirmed when the story was posted. Aram told Boxing Scene recently, though, that Stevenson next fight will tentatively schedule to take place November 16th, a Thursday night in Vegas. Um, and I, And I've heard that being thrown around there. I have heard that date being thrown around. Uh, I really don't. That's an interesting date. Um, I know there's another date that I've heard. Uh, we've heard a couple of them. But um, the reason why I say it's an interesting date is because literally, I think it's December 9th is the other one, and that would be in New York. That's a Coppinger set as well. Coppinger said either night, uh, November 16th or December 19th or December 9th, excuse me. Um, and the reason why I say that is because although it's not ESPN, you know, broadcasting this game, but Thursday night, November 16th on Prime Video, Bengals and Ravens. So you do a, you're going head to head with an NFL game that night. Um, but like I said, you know, it's, it's not it's not like um, – I don't know. It just seems like a strange night to have a fight. Maybe they're planning something big that weekend. I don't know. Um, but I'm all for a Thursday night fight. If I don't give a shit what day it happens, to be honest with you, uh, because, you know, I, I don't care. I, I don't care. I, I, I'm, I'm down for the fight, regardless. You know what I mean? I'm down for whatever the fight is. I think it's a great. It's it's a damn good fight. It's a damn good fight. So, yeah, I'm I'm definitely for it. whatever. You know what I mean? Where whenever it is, um, bring it on. I think that's a great, great fight. I really do. Um, so yeah, I mean. Frank Martin didn't look all that great in his last fight. The fight before he did, um, I think Shakur is a level above him. But Stevenson, I don't believe has been in with this type of fighter, a guy that has hand speed. Uh, he's improved, I thought. I think he's got a good jab. He's got good fundamentals. Uh, he can box a little bit, you know.
0: I, I, he's going to be game.
2: I mean, he's he's going over there. To do his thing you know so To me I just like the fight man I really like the fight And you know Frank Martin crossing the street Looking for that smoke I think that that's cool Fight man I think it's a really Good fight So and like I said Now you know What does that I'm not saying he's going to beat him You know but like I said with Shakur Stevenson dude I'll go back to how many rounds has he lost in his career? You know, not many. Not many at all. So, you know, it's Wait, it's a much better opponent than his last fight. You know, the Haney and Shakur Stevenson fight did not take place. He wanted to fight Lomachenko. Lomachenko needs a little bit more time out. I know he was... He was talking about the Cambosis fight. I believed that Loma and Cambosis were going to fight, but I don't know. But and then you saw Stevenson looking at you know the Cambosis fight, and saying, "Hey, maybe we should make that fight then." But the WBC called you know for this interim belt because or the vacant belt because the WBC made you know uh, the undisputed Haney a champion in recess, and they did it in a pretty good timing to where they went down the list, Loma, Isak Cruz, and Frank Martin jumped at it. So, I like this fight. Like I said, I think there's some stuff that Frank Martin does that other folks or other boxes that he's faced doesn't really do. Now, like I said, does that mean I think Shakur is going to lose the fight? No. Uh, could Frank Martin win more rounds than some of these other Guys yeah I think he could Especially like the first six rounds or whatever But yeah Shakur's a damn good Fighter man And I do think he is an elite Level guy but what's he not Supposed to fight top five guys Or top six guys You want him to fight somebody else I mean do you even Want him to fight which would you rather have Cambosas or Frank Mark I mean Do we Think Cambosas won his last fight Okay cool I mean, you just said Frank Martin didn't win his last fight. Okay, did Cambosas win his last fight? I mean, a lot of people think Maxie Hughes won that fight. So it goes both ways, man, you know. I thought Frank won the fight, but he didn't look that good doing it. Cambosas sure didn't look that good doing what he did too. Um uh, so I don't know. I I you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, whatever. Um, someone was asking, do I think this, uh, this, um uh, this complaint, or an appeal, like the appeal process for Daniel Dubois, do I think that's going to go through? Uh, I mean, they're going to put it in, but no, I don't think it'll go through. I don't, I don't think they'll do anything about that fight. Uh, that same with that, I in that same IFL TV interview Eddie Hearn stated that Dimitri Bivol's next fight looks like December 2nd and he also added that Regis program Devin Haney could happen on one of those two dates either December 2nd or December 9th so there's still hope about that um, fight so obviously BOMAC you know got a little uh, got into some trouble in the UK Okay, so here's the report. Around 10.45 a.m. Sunday the 3rd, officers were called in to report a possible firearm being fouled and uh, hold luggage by the airport staff at Manchester Airport. After an after initial uh, inspection by security staff, they seized a the firearm. So... Um, the 53-year-old man, which is Bomac, uh, was arrested for possession of firearm and was taken to custody for further questioning. Um, he's from the United States of America. Was charged with the possession of firearm, firearm and possession of ammunition for a firearm without a certificate. Um, so he attended the court this morning, where he was further remained in custody. His next due appearance in at the Manchester Crown Court. Is October 9th, um, so yeah, the firearm uh, itself, the handgun being technically, it falls under this S-5-1 ABA, it's a maximum of 10-year sentence. Um, there was reports that BOMAC had gotten robbed prior, his prior time in the UK, Now, there's also talks about, well, how the hell did he even get it over there, right? Which, that's a a legit question. A couple people have come out, including Gail, uh, at PR Pro San Diego. Um, So, BOMAC flew in a private charter to the UK. And she even says, you know, TSA rarely screens bags or cargo on private aircraft. In the U.S., you're not allowed to pack a legally permitted firearm and ammo in uh, a TA. Uh, wait, you're allowed to pack it, but it has to be in one of those approved lockbox and checked luggage. Um, you just you have to declo- you know, disclose it. Uh, I'm betting she says Bomag does it all the time. go to the UK with uh, with no screening, then pop because he was booked on a commercial flight home.
1: So I, I don't know.
2: I'm, not, I, you know, I'm not an expert about this scenario. Um, it is what it is. Uh, hopefully, you know, it can be figured out. That would be cool. Um, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I'm not sure about that. Um. Do, 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 do speaking of Bomac, he also said that because there were some rumors going around that Spence hasn't activated his that he's not going to activate this rematch clause. There's also a rumor going around that he's going to not be trained uh, by Derek James, but the rematch, BOMAC and Derek James, I believe both said that the, it's been activated. Now I'm not saying he's going to win it. I'm just saying, I'm just giving you the news. Okay. That that's what, um, you know, that's what he said. That's what he said. Now, I got some – God, these people, man. It's just so funny, some of these beats. So I talked about a little bit about the Haney. you know, the – we actually talked about – Oh, I see Carcino pop on. I'm going to go to you in just a second. We actually talked about this with Carcino last week about the video about, you know, Devin Haney and all that. The video was kind of shaky, and what did he mean by hot 130 to 140, yada, yada, yada. Um, to me, it's kind of shaky to release something that was a while ago now. But Bill Haney got him back, <laughs> which is just silly. But Devin Haney's father, uh, he shared that clip, that little leaked video of Stevenson saying he's tired, uh, you know, ending the sparring session. session you know, And that, I believe that was a while ago, too. You know, people make a lot of, you know, a lot of noise about this stuff. I I don't look too much into it. You know, was he in camp? Was he tired? Was he, I don't know. I mean, I don't really give a shit, dude. I don't really care about sparring, to be honest with you. I mean, if there's rumors and they seem to be pretty legit about someone in a training camp that's about to be in a tough fight and their sparring's not going well, well, that's different. But just these sparring stories and shit like that. I don't know. Uh, by the way, Top Rank did sign an undefeated um, heavyweight to like a multi-year contract. Uh, Brandon Moore, twelve and zero. Um, we'll see. You know, is he gonna is he gonna fight? You know, uh, Jabalov, Jovalov, or is he gonna um, you know fight Jared Anderson? I don't know. We'll see. But that's got that's an interesting uh signing that's for sure we will get into some other fight news and whatnot uh and, and, and you know there is another uh, boxer that you know tested positive they just got off a fight not long ago we'll talk about all that stuff in a short little bit including that IBS stuff that people were talking to me about but let's go ahead and bring in Carcino into the fold what's going on Carcino how the hell are you doing my
1: friend Hey, I'm glad I was able to get a couple minutes in All right, I arrive at my destination. Um, yeah, man, it was a great week, man. But I finally got one wrong, man, and Liam Smith. Liam Smith, man, and Chris Eubanks Jr. Man, what a difference this fight was. My goodness, he never let Liam in that fight at all. This time, when he looked like night and day from the stance and everything. No more of him dropping his left arm, trying to look like Roy Jones. That was out. Everything was high and tight. And every time Liam came in striking range, pop, 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 everything was straight down the pipe. The uppercuts coming down, man, he was on it. Liam could not get in a rhythm. He would not allow it changed angles but he was locked in. he was serious. And like he said, his back to the wall, man, and man, Liam could not get in the fight and he just his jab was gone. And then once he got hurt, I figured like man, okay that's it. He can't do anything now. You know, it's it's done. He's already hurt. You know, he's probably gonna get stopped if they keep this going. I think he was hurt enough stop, I think he was bobbing and weaving, you know, I I don't think the referee should have waved the fight off, I don't think it was at that level, but it was clear, at this point he wasn't going to land something to turn the fight around, you know, but he wasn't in danger, I think, when uh, they stopped the fight, I, I just thought it was a masterful performance from Chris Eubanks Jr., from one fight to the next. To make that kind of adjustment, and it had such a big impact on the fight, that he, he controlled the tempo and how the fight was going to be fought and won. I just was like, man, I commend him for that. That was a great focus. If BOMAC can just do that and turn, and turn everything around just by showing up, he's going to be busy. Everybody's going to be trying to get him in their camp.
2: Yeah, no kidding. He definitely, man, he's going to be busy. I just hope this thing, uh, you know, I hope. I, I just hope the best for him in this scenario over in the U.K., the BOMAC, you
1: know? Yeah, I mean, look, he over there, Bopock, baby, you know, Bopock, got, got <laughs> firearms on the way, <laughs> he got bow life across the belly. Man, I was gonna say, he has got the cat on his stomach. <laughs> and yeah, life. got bo life across the valley. It's <laughs> bo the Omaha, bo Omaha. That's right. <laughs> bo <Bull Park>, baby.
0: <laughs> oh Park Park my god! Yeah,
1: bo for life. Yeah. <laughs> anyway man that's crazy because now the question is did he get the gun over there because there's different laws if he did if he did that's even a bigger problem like if he brought it from the united states that's a real faa problem now
0: because now
1: it's like who messed up to let him get the gun all the way to the to the uk you know on the travel like did they fly on a private plane or something and that could have that could have been the reason because you know if you got a private plane they don't really search you. You kind of just like go through. You don't go through like the regular check in when you have right. a private. plane. and that's plane. the report so, that he was on a yeah. charter
2: on the way there.
1: Yeah, so that's probably how he had the pistol on there. But um, the thing is, is that you know he's always been a, a nice person. Like he's. He's normally quiet, don't really bother anybody, but, you know, those are the guys that normally have pistols. But, no, he just doesn't seem he do like that a kind of guy. Like, you know, do make a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but he just don't seem like the guy that was going to cause any trouble with it. I just, I just right. hope he gets off with a fine, you know, and pays the fine and, That'll be bad. Yeah,
2: or maybe you, know, you can't but, go back in the UK or something. If that's the worst, that's not the you know, that's not the worst thing if you just can't go back. Uh, at least he didn't wouldn't get any
1: jail time, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, so uh, you would hate to have that happen to Bo Max, you know, especially when it, you know, he hasn't really done anything before. So I don't I don't think this'll be uh something that's that Detrimental once they get through with their investigation and find out he probably just forgot it was in the bag. And it's legal, you know. So if it's his legal firearm, you know they got to investigate to see if it, you know, in the bag and why it was there. You know, so that's that's just another case, but I feel I feel they'll resolve it. You know, I feel they'll have it uh, taken care of. And, He'll, he'll be back in the corner, I think, by December for the rematch. So, let's hope, everybody. let's hope. What
2: else is on your mind? What else is on your mind, sir? Shakur Stevenson, oh, yeah. Frank Martin.
1: Lodeau. What else? You oh, yeah. Stevenson and Martin. Talking. Yeah, Stevenson and Martin, man. That's another one that I see is um, just a little bit on the fence right now. But Stevenson and Martin, man, that is like, I was glad it got made. I'm like, I'm intrigued to watch that fight. I mean, I know who Frank Martin is, so I definitely want to see him fight. You know, (laughs) and these are the kind of step-up fights that I would like to see. Cam would I'd like to see that fight. Sure, I'd watch that fight, too. But if they can't get that one and Frank Martin, I don't don't see the complaint. My thing is, I'm like, there's been plenty of fights you could have complained about. But this, exactly. What did you complain about this for? Yeah. What are we complain? What are we talking about? Like it's it's, it's a good matchup. Just because
2: it's sh- like I said, how many rounds has Shakur lost in his whole career? So are we gonna start judging it every opponent? Like, oh, he's only gonna win one or two. Well, that's what the rest of them have won. Top. So yeah,
1: man. You're a. I want to see I to see him after thing. And I think it's a good fight for him because now you know i I feel he really like uh, he's filled into the weight class, so I do think he you know uh, I think he's a better counter puncher than Frank Frank is more he's more uh offensive he's more get out get his punches out use his speed and athleticism a lot, but he's awkward he can fight at angles. You know, it's it's gonna be a very interesting fight to see it break down. But I think Shakira is more accurate with the counter punches and way he places his shots. And I think he sees a lot of things coming. But he, I think he got a lot. Of, I think he hits a lot harder now that he filled into the weight class. So it, it could be a knockdown in the fight. It's gonna be something interesting. But you're right, Frank can win rounds. I want to see somebody. I want a live dog in the fight. That's what exactly. I want. I'm like, give me a live dog in the fight any time of the week. Any day of the week. That's, That's what I dude.
0: want. Give you me my shot. Somebody, dude. Right.
1: I want somebody to fight for my money. Yes, sir. Now, yes, sir. everybody was telling me I was wrong when I was saying that they had the rematch and the dates were being worked out two days after the fight was over with Errol Spence and, uh... Terrence Crawford, I told him, I said, they're going to work this thing out. And I'm like, they're telling me, I'm like, from the, so it's like two days later, Fight wasn't even two days old, they were already working on December the 9th. And I'm like, when we, I remember we were talking about it, and I was telling you the Vikings are playing the Raiders yep. that Sunday in Vegas. Yep, I remember. And you were like, I might have to go to that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, hold so on, oh, now, now, hold on.
1: Yeah, we were we were all ahead of the curve because I've already heard that these, these were the dates already that they were looking for for the rematch. And this was like right after right. the fight because they got to move quick if they're going to get these dates. So now they're looking like, because before they didn't have a date, somebody's like, you're wrong, PPC don't have a date in December at all. I'm like, they're working on closing in on the dates, trust me. I was like, they want to have this fight before the year is out. So they're looking at the ninth and 30th and trying to see which date is, you know, more feasible to try to, I'm like, trying to have something right before the New Year's. I'm just like, I just never agreed with that. Floyd always wanted to have a fight on New Year's. He wanted to bring the New Year's in with a fight. And I, everybody was telling him how unfeasible that was. Like, I don't know right. about that,
0: Floyd. Because, you
1: know, people getting ready to go out for New Year's.
0: You know, right. they don't
1: wanna be spending all their money on a fight and having everybody over to watch the fight when they're getting ready to go out. Right. And remember those college
2: football playoff games didn't do as good on New Year's Eve either. And that's for sure. No.
1: Exactly. And that's what they they realize is, okay, this is probably not a good idea. I'm like, no. People don't wanna spend New Year's watching sports. Then when they go off of New Year's Eve they're getting ready to do the ball count, they're having a party. They, I know people that tune in to watch the parade countdowns. Those ratings are through the roof. That's why people would love to premiere their new songs. They'll do a show or whatever. Um, they'll go on a New Year's platform and start rapping and performing. Jay-Z used to do it all the time, and he would pre- premiere new music because he knew from the market, like, that's where all the ratings are going. People are not going to watch football. During that time, they want to see the countdown. How close are we? And turn on the TV to the program. They'll just have the TV running while the party's going, just so they can get close to the countdown to be on time with everyone else. It is a very weird experience. But that's how I know boxing fights on, like, the 30th and stuff like that. I just don't think that's a good idea. I remember they talked Floyd out of it plenty of times saying we just can't do it, Floyd. Floyd wanted a New Year's fight. So he was going to even try to do an exhibition on New Year's. That's what he wants. He wants those, that New Year's fight. I'm like, why are you upset with a New Year's fight? <laughs> Let that go. Get that out your system. But, yeah, that's uh, so far... Oh, yeah, from for the sparring with Canelo... They're saying Canelo is looking sharp. He's, he's more lean than they thought he would uh, be at this time. Like, he's actually uh, not as big as he normally yeah, is. Yeah, he
2: looks lean. He looks lean. That's yeah, yeah.
1: Called. Yeah, he's actually, like, trying to be a little bit more flexible, I guess, with this fight. And he feels he has a lot of proof, a lot of people said He looked bad in his last two fights. He's losing it. So he has a kind of a chip on his shoulder and going into this fight so he's taking this fight to say I'm going to show the people I'm going to be the undisputed champion but he's like I already know as soon as I if I win the fight they're going to say well he's small whatever you know it's like I just realized at this point I can't please people no matter how well I perform no one's going to have something negative to say and so he's like it's It's whatever, man. I got to go out and do my job. But he's kind of saying all he's thinking about right now is Jermaine Charlo, but, of course, there's bigger fights down the road. Because he he was supposed to fight Errol Spence. Errol Spence was going to be the big fight, and they were going to fight, and Errol was going to go up in weight, and he was going to fight Canelo, and that was going to be the big matchup. But Taz Crawford came and derailed that plan, now that's why they want Terrence to go in there promote. Like, no, you go in there and promote you fighting, <laughs> you know. And before right. he was like, no, I want Charlo, and, and that's it. I'm not going up there. And the next thing you know, now, he's right. I'll go to 168. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, I'm they, gave, they gave him the call. Yeah, he got the call. <laughs> that's what happens when you get the call.
2: Exactly. Hey, man, you, that would do numbers. But I'll say that. That'll do numbers. So that, that's a big risk,
1: but it, it would do numbers. Yeah. So, Teofimo Lopez is still holding out for money, saying he's going to be retired. And so, they pay him the money he feels he deserves for a fight.
2: Which is like, you know, $20 million or something. You know, <laughs> I mean, him and his
1: yeah, father, the I'm stuff like, they throw around. It's just like, dude, he um, does not know his worth, man. Yeah, and it's like, um, enjoy retirement, sir. <laughs> just. I don't yeah, see right. how you're going to get this money anywhere. So enjoy your retirement. And But he's talking about promoting. Like, I'm going to promote some fights. Got some right. fighters coming out. Because he knows and, the business so well, right?
2: He's going to promote.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Shakira Stevenson, he, uh, he has his camp coming up. Uh, he has his own tournament out there in Texas. Near In Houston, he has his own uh, fighter that fight under his umbrella. So he's got that going on, um, like his A's, well I won't say his amateur bouts. This is like his team. They fight, like all of them fights, like this weekend, I believe, coming up. So it's going to be interesting. The Shakira Stevenson tournament is getting ready to happen. So all his fighters get to fight in it and, you know, and seeing if his team wins. But the thing about Shakir Stevenson as a coach and a trainer is he is so intense. Like out of all of them, he is really locked in to all the people that's fighting. Like he gets all emotional and he does not like when anybody lose on his, he takes it to heart. Like, they're supposed to win every single match they fight, no matter what. And I'm like, some of these kids are just learning. <laughs> they'll get it. It's like, it doesn't matter. He's like, amateur fights, they're learning, they'll get better. Uh, he doesn't like it. But, you know, he's hands-on. So now that he got this fight coming up, so I'm thinking after this tournament, that's when he'll start putting his focus towards the fight.
2: Well, there you have it. Any other items before you gotta
1: before you gotta go? Um, no, I don't think that's it so far. I mean, right now they' talking about Caleb Plant fighting Jamal Charlo, but Jamal Charlo's team like like he's I don't know what's wrong with Jamal Charlo, but I guess it's something wrong with him. Is why he's not getting in the ring or. So, everybody's waiting to see Caleb Plant. Like, I'll fight the guy tomorrow if <laughs> if they could get the guy, you know, to get in the ring. Well,
0: but, they already got the promo well,
2: for it. They already got the promo for it. So,
1: I mean, you know,
2: they got the, they could run that promo of him
1: getting slapped and it, it would do numbers, you know? <laughs> well, of course. That's why everybody was like, man, they want to see it, man. It's like, well, let's make the fight happen. But, I it's you know, it's something mental, or something going on with Jamal Charlo. Yeah, there's something I don't know, going so on. Got too many right hands every, or something. I don't
2: know. All I know is every time he's on a live stream, it's like, oh, God, somebody turn off his phone. Please turn off your phone, <laughs> Jamal. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. All right, there's man. Well. Meanwhile, get out of here. All right, buddy. You I've take arrived. it easy, man. You have yeah, a good I've, weekend. I've arrived. Thank y'all for having me on, man. and I don't know. They're saying the Lions is gonna favorite to take down the Vikes this year for the division.
2: So Yeah, they say a
1: lot. They say a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kirk gotta get it, it done, man, one of these years. Kirk gotta get it hey, done. Both, both teams don't have a didn't
2: have a defense last year, so whoever whoever improves their defense quicker is probably gonna win the division. And we got Brian Flores on the D coordinator now, so We'll see yeah. who uh, who can coach him up. Yep. So. All right, buddy. That's good. You take it easy. All right. Thank y'all. All right, man. I'm out. Yes, sir. Have a good one. All right, that was Casino for Life. You know the YouTube channel. It's all purpose. All purpose. Um, all right. So, how close is uh, David Benavides? And uh Demetrius Andre. I, I don't know that answer one hundred percent. Uh I, I do believe it will happen though. Um on fight hype, uh Benavides pop said, We're gonna fuck him up now, looking forward to this fight. Hopefully the press press conference gets uh spicy. But he said it'll take place of this in December this year. That's what he said. Okay. Um, so We'll see. We'll see about that. So, uh, Michael Fox, right, about that report about sources, and, you know, like I said, this freaking guy who broke the news, supposedly, he's a bullshitter. He's in there for impressions like a lot of people. Um, Michael Fox, you know, after this report came, I shouldn't even call it a report. Right. They were saying Kelvin Ford and Roy Jones are the leading can- top candidate for, uh to replace James okay that's what he said he said Michael Fox said I'm standing right next to Calvin Ford he says uh, that this is news to him so maybe it is maybe it's not a lot of times it's a rumor uh, some folks are messaging me saying well you got that Baumgartner thing wrong no I did okay <laughs> you see this is what you guys do this is what you do. I said the way it was reported was bullshit because they linked in somebody, right, that quote-unquote breaks news. I can't remember who the hell it is now. Was it Everything Boxing? I don't remember. But anyway, this person linked in someone saying they reported it, and they said, no, I didn't report it, (laughs) you know? So that's what I meant. Like, like I, I'm pretty sure when I was saying it, I said, this could be true. I don't know. But it's a bullshit report if you're going to do it that way. Uh, so maybe this is real. You know what I mean? Now, there's plenty of people that say Benavides is Andre, Andre's already done. Actually, uh, Texas run boxing. Benavides and Andre is already signed and ready to go. official announcements should be in the next few weeks. The fight will happen the first or second week in December. This was just a couple days ago. I don't know. He also said Colbert, and I've heard this too, that Colbert and uh, Venezuela, the the second one's already signed. They're just waiting for a date in the venue. I have actually heard that as well. Golden Boy Soquel Showdown, Alex Rocha versus Giovanni Santia, Santiana. What is it? Uh, Santillon? They're set for October 21st in the Kia Forum um, on the zone. Santia. Not Santia, I think it is. Um, you know, for Rocha, that, that that fight's fine. I like that fight. Nothing wrong with that as well. This is uh, Bug Williams. Ryan Garcia moved up two spots in the new N- uh, WNBA rankings at 140 from 6 to 4. Looks like the plan is in motion to have O'Hara Davis and Ryan Garcia fight, and then fight Roly. That's what he thinks. Um, so, yeah, I never said that Bob Garner did or did not. I was just talking about how it was reported. When you link someone saying they reported it, and that person comes out and say, no, I didn't report it, that's what I was breaking down. So you guys want this little narrative to happen. And so you'll just kind of forget about the facts of what I was saying. Speaking of Bob Gardner, Alicia, Alicia, she said, as I said, transparency is key for me. After waiting two weeks, I've received the full report. Can't share everything yet, but there's a first clarification correction of what I bet will be many to come. The test did not show two substances. Still investigating, stay tuned. Now <laughs> a great follow, Fred Fred Garvin. Real transparency is key, so I'm not going to be transparent. Yeah, it was kind of funny to be like, transparency is all about it, but I'm not. I can't be transparency. Um, but yeah, what we were talking about, Fimo, um, You know, Top Rank did want to make him super champion um, at WBO. This is a WBO, correct? Or was that WBA? Maybe it's W. I don't know, but Teofimo get his super champ, champion status has more to do with not having any mandatories than moving up and frighten Crawford, stay focused, that's what Book Williams said, yeah, I mean, it is funny how people just assume that that was, that was it, so this is what it was, it wasn't WBO, says so top rank is now officially requested uh, that the WBA make uh, WBO super champion at super lightweight, this status would allow him to be more flexible with mandatories and would, would mean he can become, uh, the mandatory for Crawford if he moved up. Uh, but you know, they don't have Crawford anymore. So whatever. Uh, Oh yeah. Also, um, there was a, it was a, uh, a split draw, I believe between Pearson and, and Derek Webster. That's a good call. That's a good call. Um, that was from Atlantic city. Um, yeah, I remember that one. Good call on that one. Glad you brought that up. Okay, so here's the Shakur thing, right? So his people were saying, his associate was saying that they turned down a projected eight million for the Henny fight. For reference, Shakur's career high was three million. That's what this person believes, anyway. Um, and this is uh, a hockey TV. That's where the. Oh wait credit to Boxing Voice via a hockey
0: TV. Anyway,
2: uh, it said, if true, this is terrible PR management. So, they're saying a projected 8 mil, right? You get a projected 8 mil off of 25%. And, I'm not sold on that number, but the uh, associate of Shakur Stevenson said the reason why we turned it down is because next year we can do it for like Double, which would be like sixteen mil. I really don't think it's double next year. I don't know if it said projected eight mil, but that's eight mil off the twenty five percent. Now you do have. Um, I do think it, the live gate would do very well. So you do have money. It's not just pay per view. Obviously, pay per view is the biggest one, but um, I don't know. I, I I don't know about that. I don't. I, I don't know if I don't. I, there's no way. They would both do six, or he would do sixty mil uh, the next year. I think that's, I think that's nuts. Uh, so that Gustavo Lemos, he's, um, he was pulled from a fight. You know, he missed weight. He is uh, the IBF mandatory ranking, right? He was the ranking at that division. Okay, um, and, and at that division at the time, it was uh, one. Limos, it was Cambosis 2, Lomachenko 3, and, and, and uh, Isak Cruz 4. Now, obviously, you know, that's going to change now. But, yeah, there is some talk about that that, you know, we're going to find out what, you know, they're going to investigate what happened there and can they tweak the thing, you know, because that's basically what they're going to look for is tweaking it. And that's, so the mandatory status is being investigated, for not making weight, right? Loma's not ready. Um, some folks have been saying Cambosis and Esau Cruz would be next. Um, I don't know. In fact, right now, I'll, I'll head on over to the boxing scene, okay? And we'll look at the current rankings. I think they had that updated. By the way, under 15 minutes to call in. There's not a whole lot left. If anyone wants to press one and add what they want to add, you want to talk about something, you want to debate something, you want to get your you know thoughts off, cool, whatever it is. Anyway, 646-381-4990 is the number to call. Um, if we go, you know, once we go in to the uh, archive time, so if you're listening in the browser right now, you might as well call six four six. Three eight one four nine nine zero. So I'm going to the IBF right now, and it has the same order, same order at lightweight. So, um, you know, that makes sense because you know if Lamone's is is not there, then you have Cambosis and Esau Cruz. So I understand what he's saying when it comes to that. So yeah, it
0: could be, it could be.
2: Um, maybe maybe that's it. You know. Now, Boxing Social, Eddie Hearn, described the talks for Joshua and Wilder in January are very slow while they wait for approval for the money from Saudi Arabia. He said they'll d- decide within three weeks if AJ will take another fight to stay active in December. Um, now, you know, you've already got two fights in. If you've got to wait till January, that's really not crazy. You know what I mean? That's not a long time from now. Uh, But he did say you start to get into February or March, then we got a problem. Okay, you know. But to me, it's like it does take a while. Because remember for the rematch with uh, Usyk, they fought quite a while later. And and I remember it taking a while with the Stadis. It does. So I agree with Eddie Hearn there, but if it takes a while, it's just like, dude, make the fight now. Um, but yeah, he, he said he's going to return potentially in December. If that's not the case, you know, if the Saudi-based skill challenge, uh, you know, they 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 got to come with the with it here soon. Talks are ongoing. We are still in the same position on January fight. If we don't conclude that the fight, if they, and they about to move it to February or March probably fight in december because wilder has been talking about october but it's already september now that's what he told ifl tv if we wait to fight wilder in january he's training now he wants to fight now it, or he wants to fight in december if they turn around and say let's do the wilder fight in december he'll do it but everybody's talking like it's happening but until it's happening it ain't on until it's on we'll keep our option for december um but he did say that it won't be a high-level fight. It'll just be a stay busy. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you already know that it takes a while, then, you know, wh- why not? Like, why not wait a little bit longer? Like, it's, it's, I don't know. You, you, were, you weren't in a big rush to fight, you know, or to fight Usyk the second time. You let that play out. Obviously, you had a lot of belts on the line. I know it's a little bit different. I'm assuming this is more money. Maybe I'm wrong. By the way, um, Joe Cusimano did test positive for a banned substance in his uh, fight with Konak. It wasn't long ago that he fought. It was on the matchroom boxing, which obviously we've seen a lot of positive tests lately. Um, So we'll see. You know, ultimately what that means. Uh, we did get a little um, response there uh, by uh, Konaki said, you know, it's devastating. Took some time off and was thinking about what next to do, uh, what to do next. This will definitely, you know, change the aspect knowing someone cheated. Um,
0: and, you know, Eddie
2: is going to say, well, I'm doing more. He is doing way more testing than anybody
1: in the U.K.,
2: but there are plenty. Now, he has the most cards, so that would make sense that he'd have the most testing out of anybody. I think that's probably fair. But, we, you know, a fair amount of tests get done over here as well as far as Vada. Um, so, you know, top rank, uh, Golden Boy, um, obviously PBC. Like, they're not popping as much in this last year or two. Um, there was that there was there was a two adverse findings. I think in the last two years, right? Or coming up in two years because we did have the one that closed out Michelle he, he did have a adverse finding and then obviously yes, uh, what's, what's his name? The dude who had the one forty belt. Yeah. So this is what, four or five? then last year about a, year, a little over a year ago. Well, the fight was supposed to take place pretty close a year ago. Um, you had the double pop on one fight with Joshua. You had Bob Gardner and now this. So that is a lot. That is a lot. Maxie Hughes said uh, Maxie wants to prove the doubters wrong again in America. He uh, he's like, hey,
0: let's bring it on,
2: you know. And someone suggested Maxie Hughes against Raymond Bertala. Bertaya. That's a good fight. That is a good fight. That would be that would be proving yourself. This is rolled boxing.
1: Tank Ryan, Haney,
2: Loma, and now Shakur Martin. That's three consensus top ten matches at 35 in about a half a year. Breakthrough year for the star class and waiting. Yes, man. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, this is just funny shit. They can't afford a purse bid. Uh, to bring Shakur over to Showtime Championship Boxing, so they have to do this. The days are gone where the male Peter Quillin drop a belt and get a career high purse it's, instead of getting a career high purse. See this motherfucker and dudes like this constantly complain. Oh, they don't, they can't afford a purse bid. Ha ha. They couldn't afford it. Okay, well they sent Frank Martin over to ESPN, dummy. Congratulations, this is Sports Box TV official. Congratulations to Tiara Brown, who now she's actually signed with Split T Boxing. Split T Boxing has been working with OTX and hosts dope televised shows on the zone. Can't wait to see. Okay, we'll see where she goes there. Here's another one. Frank Martin is just another PBC fighter that will get exposed. It's not really an intriguing fight anyway because it isn't clo- a close fight at all. But I guess we can act like it's... Uh, it. Oh, we can, but we can act like it for positivity's sake. It just... You just can't make this shit up. Man. You really can't. Blair Cobb was talking out of his ass. Go figure. The only
0: thing that's different
2: between me and Crawford is the fact that I'm ridiculously faster than him and I hit a little harder. He has more consistent punching power I have out of nowhere punching powder, pop powder or powder. Um, like I said, I just got these messages. I'm not 100% doubting moved on from Derek James. It would surprise me, and maybe it's getting too crowded in there for his, you know, for him. I don't know, but I'm, I'm just saying you can't take that dude's word for it. Uh, This is rolled again. Interesting note from Alvarez Charlo. With this fight, Alvarez will have fought someone ranked no lower than second by TBRB in ring in every weight class from 54 to 75 in the last five starts. Well, hold on. The last five starts won't have anything to do with 54, would it? Oh, uh, I suppose because Mel's coming up there. This is Adrian Delgado. Great follow. The potential Benavides andre matchup is intriguing. Andre is an underrated puncher in his third division with the boxing ability to frustrate David early, but David Benavidez, pressure, output, quick combinations, and the second half will be suffocating. Yeah. I do think that's how it's going to play out. I think he'll be, he'll be he'll, Andre will be up in the fight early. This is, again, Texas runs boxing. Good account. Seems like a solid dude. Never met him personally, but seems like a solid dude. Richardson Hitchens, will be a free agent after this about a fight. And he's not too happy over there. This is Gritty. What up Gritty? Frank got well he didn't he's not texting me this or anything like that, but this is his tweet. Frank got that shit you can't break down on film. Heart and will. Good footwork and great power. Uh, he's hurt almost every opponent he's faced. He's going to have he's going to have to test your core's power and keep the fight close. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. Speaking of talking on here, like Blair Claw, Cobb, he always talks shit. Roy Jones, though, he's talking to Fight Hub. And he was saying, well, actually, Crawford should be first because Inouye lost to Donaire. It's like, hey, uh, he didn't lose to Donaire, by the way. This is what I'm saying, this coach dude. So the big fish or big catfish Errol Spence don't want no more of that Terrence Crawford smoke. I hope this man from DeSoto, Texas, ain't ducking. And it's like, how are you ducking? And he's probably the same guy. It's like, dude, that fight's not going to be shit, you know? Maybe not. Maybe he thinks Spence could win. I doubt it, though. It's just like he already fought him, so he's, he's ducking him? How can he duck someone he already fought? Now, if he didn't take the rematch... A lot of people think he shouldn't take the rematch. Um, here's another one. One month ago, uh, the it was inedible, edible. After five years, hold on. I can't After five years of hiding in the sea, see once again, Mark Ortega broke this down well. I'm sorry, but this hiding in the sea shit is weak. The dude collected every other belt, had a Pacquiao fight scheduled. And him bending over backwards during negotiations is what made the fight happen with Crawford. And we do have, from Crawford's mouth, a lot of stuff about the negotiations that clearly, I mean, if you can't tell Crawford's hard to deal with in that negotiation, that's just not, it has nothing to do with who won, who won the fight or who you thought was going to win the fight or who you thought was Duncan. Dude, they had to flip a coin to see who mocked out first. I mean, if you can't give that up, you're difficult to deal with. Uh, Bud was secretly negotiation with a platform that had never done boxing before and was run by sketchy-ass people and left Spence high and dry, including top-ranked PBC, or I mean PBC and uh, Showtime. And it would have been understandable if he blew that, if that fight never happened. He still made the fight, dude. You know, it just, yeah. He won the fight. That's it. You don't have to go with this other bullshit. Manny Pacquiao wants to fight whew, at, at Paris 2024 Olympics with the aim of ending his boxing career by winning a gold medal for his country at age 45. Not a big fan of that. I will say that. Um, time to address the elephant in the room. If you're, if you're going to talk up fighters from an era, say the 1990s, then acknowledge that most of them were gassed off their tits on
0: PEDs
2: and whatnot, yet we still get nostalgic about their fights and don't give a shit that they were cheating. I mean, that is a good point. That is a good point. Officially, this is what he said. Roy Jones Jr., PEDs. Mike Tyson for recreational use. Evan Fields okay, for now, Wh- Whitaker Recreation, Shane Mosley was in that uh, Belco thing. Yeah, dude, I mean, they weren't testing, they were testing for certain shit, you know? Um, but they weren't testing all sorts of stuff, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, that is what happened. now, it means, you know, both fighters had a chance to be doing their thing, <laughs> you know, but um, I don't know, it's just like, dude, it, You have to acknowledge that. It is true. The VODA testing during camp and a handful of them throughout a year if they're random, it's a lot better than it was. I'll always say that. There's no denying that. It is better than it was. Okay? Totally. But it's not a – it's still – even when you say, oh, 365, 24-7, Dude, if they're testing you times in a year, that's really not that much, dude. And the bigger fights they'll get tested more usually. Fight week, actually, or fight camp. Eddie Hearn was just talking about that. And he is right, but he was talking about UCAD stepping up there. You know, his UCAD stuff's changed a lot, though, because I remember a handful of years ago, Eddie Hearn was saying, well, you know, our fighters are tested year-round with UCAD. He was making a big deal about that. Now, all of a sudden... They don't test worth a shit, barely. You know, it's like, well, which one was it? Uh, But, yeah, dude, if you're not getting tested randomly once a week all year long, it's really, uh, you know, and I'm I'm not saying there's not ways to get in and out, but at least you know, okay, fuck, this is going to be tougher. You know what I mean? Okay, so. Draftwatch. watch. PBC is a black organization. Canelo mega jobbed against Charlo. PBC is black top down. They haven't been. They have been involved in some of the most corrupt fights in boxing history. Ward's to fight with Kovalev. Absolutely disgusting ref jobs and judges. Canelo got courted by the PBC, but he is going to be in for a rude awakening when he loses all his bargaining chips he loses to Charlo. I mean, Canelo said he wants to fight for like four or five more years. Vegas is the one that does that. But to say Ward's two fights with Kovalev, absolutely disgusting. After he just said, they've been, PBC's been involved. PBC had nothing to do with Ward or Kovalev at that time. So, get your facts right before you, I mean, you're fucking so ignorant. So ignorant. Oh, here's our guard, Glaze. To those that go on and do boxing podcasts, be careful. Most of these hosts know very little, if anything at all.
0: And there's plenty of them are
2: race baiters. Those that are highly recommended are, you know, the fucking usual suspects. I'm not even going to name them. (laughs) Not even going to name them. Um, That's about I think that's about it. Oh, here we go. J Rowe. It's a perfect example. J. Bro, we've never really got along on Twitter per se, like follow we follow each other for a little bit, but we, we are always disagreeing. I've talked to him on Spaces now. We're more on the same page. But you know, who gives a shit? We're just debating and talking and going back and forth on Twitter. It's not a big deal. But at least, you know, we would go back and forth, like these dudes message me but won't call into the show, man. Anyway, he said this about that dude co-hosts the podcast with a bona fide racist. He would rather have Stevenson and Gambosa. Uh Hell, that's the fight Shakur wanted. Who gives a fuck about their takes? They're nobodies. And I won't read the last part. Now, hell, Ezra gets more clicks than... They do, and no one watches Ezra shit. Damn, they gotta, you got to stray on that one. Here we go. You know what? I'll save that one. Okay, you know what? I won't. I can't tease you like that. Andre Ward, the most overrated boxer in history, his best win, all the moved up two weight classes and knocked him out. <laughs> after Ward knocked him out, after he had already been knocked out, after he got hurt really bad from a jab, and I know jabs can hurt you, don't get me wrong, but it's just so funny, dude. You know, Kovalev is more Triple G than what people were saying about Triple G. You know, Usyk and Kovalev, these guys were the guys, the Eastern Euros and the Russians and all that, the white dudes that we should have been focused on, not just Lomachenko and Golovkin, Like it's just so funny. Um, yeah, that was the same duty fight, you know. That was and, and, and what about the? Uh, I'm sure you said something about Gervonta's the, uh, you know, weight stuff. Well, he did some weight tricks too on that one, which I understand. He was going up, but it's just so funny that oh, that's his best win. Yeah, because that's that's really like that's that that really was the same dude fight. Like it's just silly. Man. Anyway, I'm gonna get out of here. I can't take it. But seriously, dude, I, I like to debate. I like to talk it through. I like to hear people's stuff and then go back and forth. So, call up, man. Call the number, man. It's not. It's not just gotcha. I'm gonna freak out on you and mute you. You know. So like I said, if you say some ignorant, or racist shit, you're gonna get not only muted but dumped. Right. But if you don't. You know, let, let's talk it through, man. There's nothing wrong with just talking through, having a debate. But if you never want to debate and you only want to talk-ish, well, then I don't, what, I don't know what to tell you. Let's hope that we get some fights that pop off this weekend. Okay, there's a fight on Fight TV tonight. There's a card that I didn't know about. Tomorrow, Pro Box TV. Check them out. Let's see. Uh, hopefully, we get something. Otherwise, I'll be back next week. Peace. Once
1: you to become the world champion, I believe that you feel you have the upper hand. So now, as you fight, let's say you fight four or five years of straight survival, of the bullshit, of the whole bag, and when you become the world champion, like, you know what, I made it. I'm going to show you it's this. So I'm going to
0: give every dollar worth uh, of, of, of what I deserve. Why? Because I'm the world champion.